Welcome to the Wealth Studying Podcast. This is episode 260. It's March 26, 2018. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, hey, in today's episode, this is going to be maybe a, a little bit of an abbreviated episode. It's, it's probably not going to run too long. I really just want to come out and, and give you a little bit of a rant, a little bit of a, a stream of conscious. And that's because over the past, you know, six to 10 weeks as this market's pulled back and as now we're seeing uh, a double dip and maybe that double dip bottom has been put in and we'll see the markets go on to, you know, make new record highs as we approach the month of April and we see how first quarter earnings reports came out. And if in fact we see many of the companies come out with better than expected earnings reports, and, and personally that's what I think is going to happen. Well, if that does occur, then we probably will see this market go up and perform much better in April and May than it has in February and March. But hey, the point of all this is, is we don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. And the reason I want to rant a little bit or, you know, kind of have this stream of conscious in this episode is that I've received so many panic messages from people in the audience or people that read my blog post, and they believe all this nonsense about the collapse of the economy or the U.S. dollar is going to fall apart and go to zero, or we're going to see a stock market crash of 50 or 60%. Why well, are those things going to happen? I have no idea, but I think they're highly unlikely given the fundamentals of the economy that we're in right now. And what frustrates me to no end is that when I talk to people, and incidentally, let me kind of back up here. I'm not talking about my clients. You know, my clients are great people. They hire me to make their decisions for them. I buy and sell at discretion when I think something's either going up or going down. So my comments here are not in reference to the people that I deal with directly as clients, you know, in, in terms of a business nature, but it's those of you that I interact with through the podcast or through my blog or through my YouTube videos. And as I talk to you and I, I hear your panic over market situations and I see you exhibiting the, the classic patterns of, of human nature, fear and greed. You know, if you go back six or seven weeks ago when the market first pulled back, I talked to a lot of panic people. And I was saying back then, hey, I think we're in an uptrend. This is probably a good secondary entry point. If you didn't get in before, this is probably a good time to buy. But that's not what a lot of people wanted to hear. They wanted to hear that, you know, the chicken little scenario that the world was falling apart. And so consequently, after things started to recover, people were coming to me and saying, hey, John, is this the time to buy? Should I be buying now? And I would say, no, you, you should have bought during the dip when the S&P 500 or the stock you were looking at, when it dipped down to its 50, 100, 200 day moving average, you don't want to buy now. It's already back up three or four or 5% off of that. But you know what? People didn't listen to me. And I know that because last week when the market fell apart again, I heard from a lot of people that said, hey, I bought back in with, with the momentum when the market was going back up and now it's fallen back down and I'm, I'm down 5 or 6%. And they're all panicked and they're ready to sell. These are classic signs of fear and greed. People buying and selling at the wrong time. And that's what I want to rant about today. You often hear me say that the market is much more driven by human nature than it is by balance sheets and profit and loss. Now, Ultimately, over the long run, the price of a stock or the value of a particular company, it always does come down to earnings. But that's over the long run. Over a day, a week, a couple months, it's really that human nature driven by fear and greed that drives the up and down in the stock markets. That's why if you go back about 10 weeks ago, the S&P 500 was hitting an all-time new record high. 
There was a great deal of enthusiasm about the Trump tax cuts, and all assets were correlated. They were all going up. The technology stocks, the value stocks, everything was going up. And then over the ensuing weeks, there was some fear of maybe inflation creeping in. Uh, people were worried about a tight labor market and how that would increase wages, and that obviously that would have a detrimental effect on corporations. There was concerns that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates and higher interest rates would obviously squelch consumer spending and then it would also have an impact to corporations' bottom line because their borrowing costs would go up. So that was a big concern. And then, of course, as we've all come to expect, any given day, you have no idea what kind of tweet is going to come out of the White House and or what kind of corresponding nonsense will be distributed by the opposition to the White House. It's all political theater. It's all noise. It's all BS, in my opinion. And so whether the fear-mongering of the day is a trade war or a nuclear war with North Korea, or who's been hired or who's been fired or who's rumored to have quit in, in the White House or in a key political office, I believe that you can ignore all those things. Those are the very short-term, emotional, fear and greed factors that are impacting the market and right now, as I've said many times, I think we are still in a long-term secular uptrend. It's not just regional in nature, but it is global and international in scope. And because of that, I'm going to ignore all the short-term noise and disturbances. I'm going to try and suppress or control my emotions of fear and greed. And I'm going to do that by holding on to my long-term positions. These are fundamentally sound companies, many of them paying dividends. And they're in sectors of the economy that I think are doing well and will continue to do well into the future. That's things like healthcare, banking, technology. Those are the kind of things I'm invested in. And irregardless of all the noise and the static and the day-to-day -day ups and downs of the market, I'm holding those positions and then occasionally I'm adding to them whenever I have extra cash and whenever I see a dip in the market. I'm using this strategy and this approach because I think we are in this secular bull uptrend. If I thought we were headed into a recession, if I felt that we were really going to experience some kind of a trade war, then no, I wouldn't be buying and holding. I'd sell my positions. I'd move to cash and a cash equivalent fund like a money market fund. And I'd park my assets there until the storm clouds blew over until the prices came way down, well below their 200-day moving average. I'd be looking for a 20, 25, 30, 40% correction, and that's when I'd want to buy in. But that's not the market I think we're in. For now, I'm happy to buy in when I see a pullback of around 10%. That's what occurred last week. That's what occurred about six weeks ago. You know, we're in a short week this week. The markets will be closed on Good Friday. Now, they had a great bounce today. But that doesn't necessarily mean it'll hold up. We could see further selling as we go into the Easter holiday. But if you're sitting in a lot of money in your 401k account and you're waiting for the absolute bottom, well, that's probably a bad strategy because none of us can know exactly when we're going to hit that absolute minimum bottom. And so if you can buy into the market when it's below its 50-day moving average or below its 100-day moving average or below its 200-day moving average or anywhere right around there, then you're probably getting in at a time when stocks are on sale. And I don't know about you, but I don't like paying full retail. When I go to the store, when I go shopping, when I look for things on Amazon, I'm more likely to buy if I think the price has been discounted 
from the normal retail price. And that's exactly what's happening in the stock market when we're in an uptrend, and yet when there's a correction or a pullback and the market drops down to one of these key levels, like a 50-day, 100-day, or 200-day moving average. So the big point I want to emphasize in this episode is don't procrastinate. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Don't keep sitting around waiting on the absolute best opportunity because you have no way of knowing what the lowest price is going to be until after it's already occurred. So put your emotions of fear and greed aside. Don't be a worry wart. Don't be a negative Nelly. And don't try and think that you can get rich quick. The markets are going to do what they're going to do, and you need to take advantage of opportunities when they come along. Now, I'm going to come back in some follow-up episodes, and I'm going to talk specifically about trying to get a handle on your fear and greed. Um, There's just this whole concept of investor psychology. We'll come back and do an episode or two on that, and I'm going to incorporate with that a little more of a discussion on using moving averages. Moving averages are very effective. They can help you get a realistic and a, a grounded perspective on what's going on, but they're not magical. They're not some secret formula. They aren't going to create perfect algorithms that are going to predict the future for you, but they are useful. And so we'll come back and talk about that. But hey, for now, I just wanted to put out an episode and tell you I'm holding my positions. I remain happy and content with the performance and the strength of this overall market. And as I said before, I fully believe that when the dust settles, this market is going to go on and hit all-time new record highs. We're going to see the S&P 500 probably up around 3000 before we go into a net, another big dip. So there you have it. That's just my opinion. Those are my positions. Take it for what it's worth. As always, until the next episode, this is John Pugliano wishing you the very best returns. <music>